0: One never learns how the witch became wicked, or whether that was the right choice for her. Is it ever the right choice? Does the devil ever struggle to be good again? Or if so, is he not a devil? This is Gothic. Season four of the Gothic Podcast may contain sensitive material not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey there, Sojourners. I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Sharon.
0: And I'm Jesse. And I'm Eric. And this is the musical episode. Woo!
2: Huzzah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for.
0: There is a sign at the entrance to a path, and it is a sign that says, Welcome to the Singing Forest. This is the Singing Forest. This is the Singing Forest, where all your hopes and dreams and fears come true. Where the nightmares and the myths hunt you. This is the Singing Forest. This is the Singing Forest. Leave your guns and swords and knives behind. All your battles here will be fought with rhyme. Oh, dear. This is the singing forest. This is the singing forest. Source of stories, myths, and legends throughout time. The hero's journey twisting on the vine. (laughs) This is the singing forest. This is the singing forest. Here your souls will be forged into the... Sublime And all your goals and futures Made to shine Like golden apples tempting you To dine This is the singing forest This is the singing forest Where song and story and tales Are born Beware you aren't taken by the storm Like Odysseus In his scorn (laughs) Or like sweet Dorothy Into the sky was torn (sighs) This is the singing forest. This is the singing forest. Where all your hopes and dreams and fears come true. Where nightmares and the myths and the stories and the truth haunt you. At the end of last episode, our rifts found themselves in the city park. Of the City of Mist. There, with unfortunately Andy is in hand, they also encountered Junichiro Hayashi, who, with his bodyguards and one Surely Not, was also waiting. And as they gathered together, something happened. Something happened in that the path that they were on became a different path, a yellow brick road that seemed to go off into the woods, past a sign that said, Welcome to the Singing Forest. Well, almost before they had a chance to take all of this in, and before they saw the the eight shadowy figures uh, beginning to loom out of the darkness behind Junichiro Hayashi near the duck pond. They found themselves overcome by the yellow brick road that it came to meet them, and then they each find themselves somewhere different in the forest. Let's begin with I just spilled some wine on my Kindle. Uh, Have you tried not doing that? I just spilled some wine on my Kindle. (laughs) Now we have to wait for it to dry. I don't know if I should cry. Let's go over and find Baz. Baz, the forest is deep and dark. It is night. Ahead of you... Is a clearing that you can see through the trees. The the yellow brick road is no longer beneath your feet. The others are not around anywhere. What are your thoughts? What are your inclinations?
3: Where did everybody go? Where where's the road? I I, I have to I have to find them. Wait a second. What's that light? Baz, you move up through the trees. As you enter the clearing, you see a scene that shouldn't be here. What is it we see? So Baz would stumble out of the tree line, kind of looking both ways, trying to figure out where he is. And he's confronted by a scene he's seen before, only he was headed the other direction, away from it. Uh, The church of the the Church of God with signs following is in flames, fully invested at this point, uh, just as he last saw it. Only this time, uh, there are screams coming from inside. Uh, screams he recognizes. Uh, children's screams. What do you do? Uh, Baz would, would run <laughs> toward the flames this time, as he ran away from them last time, trying to get inside and, and rescue the kids he knows are trapped there.
0: You rush toward the, the flames. Uh, they are burning high. This This church is engulfed. The... Um, the tower is aflame, there's light coming from inside, uh, the windows have already exploded outward, but you do still hear the cries of children, and
3: you um, run forward. What, what are you going to do? I mean, are you just going to dive in? So he's going to kick the door open and <laughs> and burst in, in, in through it and try to locate the, the source of the screams. Go ahead and take the risk. Okay, perfect. Uh, let's see here.
2: Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't
3: use fight song at this point. We've got to use that when we're, when we're
2: doing our thing later.
3: So I've got protect the vulnerable, immense strength, and they're in a flash. Roll them. Taking a risk. As you kick the door open, the
0: backflash blows you backwards. Uh, I need you to face danger or take Burned 3. Three? And because this is connected, you can't use any of the tags that you just
3: used. All right. Could we interpret the church to be of the occult, and I could at least get a power tag in with occult knowledge? Um, yes. Okay. Ooh, sneaking, too. I think, like, avoiding the flames might be a sneaky thing. You're You're trying to hide from the flames. Yeah. Sure. That's better, but not great. <laughs> With a roll of nine. You
0: are singed too. This does clear the initial flame somewhat, and you charge forward now and dive in. Remind us, Spaz, what happened the first time? The first time you saw this church burning.
3: Uh he'd stolen a journal out of mister uh, out of Reverend Hensley's office, and stopped at a a door that held a particular fear and fascination for him, the the door behind which they kept the snakes. He opened it, and in a reaction to seeing the snakes, that uh, one of the snakes uh, had blinded him and caused the facial disfigurement uh, when he was a child, and he ripped a lamp off the wall and threw it at the snake cage, and that's how the church went up in flames.
0: You enter. And you still hear the cries of the children. They are coming from somewhere below, the only place that would be halfway, not safe, but semi-protected in all this inferno. The heat is crisping your flesh. The interior of the church is collapsing. Beams are falling. There is fire everywhere, and the beams are falling down. They all want your head, it seems. They want to take your life and your crown. This is your moment, this is your time, this is the place, and this is the rhyme. You've got to make your choices. You've got to do your deeds. You've got to do it right this time, or else the world will
3: bleed. What do you do? Can I determine where the where the voices are coming from at this point?
0: You know the church well enough uh, to know that underneath the main dias at the uh, front of the church, there is not a secret passage or anything, but it is a an underground um, storage area for uh, some of the church's more mm, delicate and perhaps controversial items. You perhaps have never seen that space, but you know it's there. Uh, maybe it was in the journal that he was reading. And so you rush through the flames. I think you're going to need to take the risk again in order to get through the obstacles that face you and get to the trap door that you know is there and get it flung open. Let's
3: see how that goes. Okay, well, that's an eight.
0: (laughs) Could have been worse. Could have been better. You fling it open and you look down and you see the faces of the children down below, but you also see Hensley looking up at you.
3: Uh okay is he uh is he menacing the kids in any way what's he doing
0: he is menacing them only at this point in that he has pushed them aside and is climbing up the short ladder to get out now that he sees that there is a path to
3: freedom So Baz wants to like jump down, grab the edge of the trap door or whatever's handy and like flying, you know, swinging kick Hensley uh, back down the ladder and uh, hopefully into some flames even. There are no flames down below
0: at the moment, which is good because that's, you know, where they had taken.
3: Well, then into a corner where he's out of the way and I can escape with the kids and he's going to going to yell, Nick. Dylan, Jody, get back! And then, boom! Hit with all you've got.
0: You've got, you've got a a line on on Hensley at this point. You've got the advantage. Ooh, I like it. More rolls than we've done all season. Right. <laughs> Eight. Take cover or secure a superior position. Get them good or get many of them. You control the collateral damage. You hold the target's attention. You gain the upper hand. Take one juice. Uh, I was seeing it as you secure a superior position,
3: right? Yeah, in particular, I want to put him in an inferior position so that I have the space to get get Nick Dylan and Jody out of there. And you also get to give
0: him a status with a tier of one. Knocked about, uh... he gets knocked about. He goes uh, uh, stumbling backwards, not off, not completely off balance. I mean, it's only a tier one, but it does push him off of the ladder and gets him away from the children, and you grab them up, and then you are flying back up the the ladder, not even using your hands, just just climbing, you know, feet only with children hanging off of you on all sides, and then you are running for the the front door. So give me one more. One more. Take the risk.
3: With the minus two... Uh, can I can I use protect the vulnerable Immense strength in there in a flash again?
0: Yeah, you can use new things now. It's not a, a link. Okay. Okay. Power one. Oh, 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 barely. Barely with a seven, but it is. It is good. Now things are going to get messy. So what happened to these kids in in the way
3: it played out originally? No one else was in the church uh at that point there were there were houses around it, uh essentially, I mean, at least in that event, he just left them and felt real guilty about it. This is
0: showing you what the the metaphor uh, perhaps of these children left with Hensley. And now you are attempting to take them away from that from the fire, from the danger that is Hensley.
3: Uh, the the flames to Baz would look like like serpents, you know, kind of licking out toward him and striking almost.
0: Excellent. Yes, the the flames are totally coiling around your legs, uh, hissing at you from the sides. The there are these serpents of fire all around. The stained glass windows of the church are images of Hensley and images of snakes. They. They shouldn't be there. They were already blown out. You saw them blown out when you approached the church. But it doesn't matter. You are fighting your way through these. And as you're almost to the door, you feel a tug, and you turn your head, and you see that what is happening is that one of the children, Dylan, has been grabbed by Hensley, But Hensley is on fire. Hensley is blazing, but he's blazing with a black flame that is tinged with uh, yellow at the very edges. He is grimacing, and he says, These
3: children are mine! You can't have them anymore, you you charlatan. (laughs) Oh, such harsh words. All
4: right. <laughs> oh, come on. Get in there with, like, bougie motherfucker or something
3: like
1: that. Come on. <laughs> bougie? <laughs> you bougie motherfucker.
3: What do you do? You you yell at him. Yeah, so I would grab Dylan and kick Hensley, probably, uh, to get him off. Okay. Go toe to toe. All you have a plus one
0: because he still has knocked about one on him. Going two, two, two. starting to learn how to play this game.
3: <laughs> You're right? Oh man! Another seven. This is the skin of his teeth the whole time. <laughs> I've
0: not known how to play this game. This is so meta. But <laughs> as it goes on, I feel. I feel. The gaming flame, and I see the rules in front of me, and I feel the roll of the dice, and I think, I think to myself, this might hopefully be better than the alien rule book because that was really hard to get through. <laughs> and then <laughs> I forget <laughs> an important thing, and we see that it should have been another way. We see that it should have been another way, but yet we need to return now, and Eric got a seven. A seven. By the skin of his teeth, once more, you're trying to pull Dylan back, so you are able to do so, Um, though it, it doesn't throw Hensley off too much. He... Is still right there, but you—you you pull Dylan, and you—you you pull Dylan out of out of the f- flaming grip of of Hensley, this man who dominated so much of your early life, who still somewhere dominates the lives of those under him. But somehow, you also know that what's happening here, although you—I don't know, maybe Baz isn't. Think overthinking it too much. Maybe he's just reacting it in the moment. But you feel like this is also somehow connected to the real world. That even if it's metaphor, that a metaphor here in the forest is going to have ramifications, is going to echo back out through the stories that it
5: affects it's a metaphor in the
1: forest it's a metaphor in the forest a metaphorist
0: it's a (laughs) it's a metaphorist it's true (laughs) hey guys this is the musical musical episode episode.
5: (laughs) yay finally
0: (laughs) huzzah and then you're out, and the cool air of the clearing feels even colder than it is. It feels refreshing on your skin. Behind you, there is a crack as the church breaks apart and falls in on itself. You turn, and you see Hinsley in the doorway, the flames behind him, himself uh, wreathed in these black, black serpents of flame what do you do
3: i see it as sort of a wind picking up and and rustling through the forest and blowing away you know the what's quickly becoming ash uh of the church and even taking the kids you know with them that they dematerialize essentially being sort of uh faded away progressively by the wind and you know baz is, is kind of grasping at them no no stay and and they just wash away and he knows you know, even though that they're not here in this metaphorist anymore uh but he he did what he set out to do and he takes a, a deep breath and he says
6: years ago when i left you behind me i vowed to come back and to set you free HOW COULD I SAVE YOU FROM HARM AND EVIL, HOW COULD I SPARE YOU, I COULD NOT SEE, NOW I KNOW THAT I CAN PROTECT YOU, I WILL COME GET YOU WHEN I AM ABLE, BUT NOW I MUST GO, BUT NOW IT'S TIME TO MOVE ON. The past's what made me, it made me stronger. But I can't dwell there for any longer. So now I must go, so now it's time to move on. Hayashi, he plans to gain power from death and blood and pain my friends and me will bring him down his evil plans won't wreck our town my friends need me the friends i cherish and if we face him he'll surely perish so now i must go so now it's time to As Baz strides
0: purposefully forth into the depths of the singing forest, we go elsewhere in that same forest. Echo, you find yourself separated from your companions. They are gone. Somehow you are no longer there by the duck pond but rather somewhere deep in the forest. And then up ahead, you see a door. It's it's just a door standing in the middle of the woods. It's not connected to a house. It's not connected to anything. It's not connected to a building of any sort. It is just standing there upright in the woods. Do you know this door?
4: Yeah, I know this door. This is the door to Christina's apartment.
0: Are you going to open it?
4: Maybe. After I sing a little.
5: It's a dark, cold night in the woods. And I can't find my friends. I am lost and alone. Scared to the bone. Is this how my story ends? It's a dark, cold night in the woods. But wait. There's something ahead There's a door in this space Just standing in place And it's filling me with dread It's a dark, cold night in the woods I've just got to find a way out But now I am sure it's my sister's door Let's find out what this is about and
4: I'll like slowly stride forward and open the door.
0: What's Christina's apartment look like inside on this particular day and day it may be, or the light is different here than it was out in the singing forest.
4: This is the day after Honestly, it was the day after Echo Echo tried to, like, really put their own work out there in the world. Um they Went to an open mic night. It was actually one of the really big events uh, in the city that evening. There were hundreds of people in attendance. And it is one where Echo, unfortunately, really failed um, at really performing that evening. So it is the next morning in Christina's apartment. And really just trying to like find some support and comfort after after something that really went wrong. It's a gray day. Um, of course, it's the City of Mist, so you know it's gray anyway. Emotions are all up in Echo and is just looking su- for support
0: from their sister. And Christina's there. Remind us uh, what Christina looks like.
4: Actually, Christina looks almost like a twin, like if they were uh, paternal twins. What? Wait, what? Fraternal. That's the word I'm looking for, fraternal twins, I think is the correct terminology to echo they were two years apart, but they look almost identical um in like their posture, their facial features, their hair color it's It's like a mirror image if <sighs> the vision of echo honestly, echo wanted to be Christina Christina was the star. It was the star, the moon, everything in the heavens. Uh, Echo really just connected with this sibling on uh, a deep ethereal level.
0: And this is also the day before the reign of bodies. And your sister didn't go to your show, did she? She wasn't there.
2: Why not?
4: Deep down, I think it's because she honestly thought that I would fail.
0: And I was right, wasn't I, she says as she comes into the room in this memory that isn't a memory, that is something else. You don't need to be like that. It was hard, okay? But you just need to stop. Just stop embarrassing yourself. Stop making me embarrassed. It, those people, they know me.
4: But I know I have it in me. I mean... I can tell the difference between, you know, shop or flat. I can, I can hear the little nuances in everything. I just, I just have a problem reproducing it.
0: Look, do what, you, do what you're good at. Just stay at the shop and, you know, run your machines. But I want more. I don't know more. why you want to do this. I don't know why you want to be in front of people. I don't know why you want my thing. Why has it
4: got to be your thing? I mean, I'm the older sibling. Because, what do I have then if I don't have that? Christina, you've always had everything. You've always been the most beautiful. You've always been the one with the greatest voice. I, I can't compete with that. Then why
0: are you trying all the time? Why are you doing this to yourself, to me?
5: I have always looked up to you. Jealous of the things that you do. You are a star, and I am subpar. I wanted to be like you. I just had to take my shot. To find out what I have got. But you weren't there to show me you care. I wanted to be like you. Just smile and tell me that I have it in me. Laugh and tell me I'll be fine. Cheer me on and maybe you will see just what I can do. Trying something new. I wanted to be like you.
0: Originally, what happened was this conversation ended in yelling and... Tears. Words that you both wished probably that you could take back, in tears, in slammed doors. But the forest is giving you a second chance. Roll convince.
4: I'm going to argue impenetrable mind and standing my ground. And also, echo of my voice, and I'll even throw some of my own harmonies on top of myself for the song. Oh, I can't, it's burnt! Oh, I can't, it's burnt! Okay, so the only thing I'll use for now then is Impenetrable Mind, um, just to kind of like bolster myself. Uh, la, la,
5: la, la, la.
0: A 10! Ten. A 10 with power of 1. Nice. Just as she is about to. Go back into her room, slamming the door, which is how it happened originally. And that was the last time you saw her alive, Echo. Instead, she pauses there for a very long time, staring into her room, staring into perhaps herself. And she turns around with tears in her eyes. And she comes to you and puts her hand on your cheek. And she says, E, I, I'm sorry. It's just that. I've always thought you were the better of the two of us, and I couldn't live up to that. And with that, sunlight, even from the City of Mist, streams into Christina's apartment, and everything becomes bright and light, and then the light fades slowly into darkness, into the darkness of the forest. As you stand there in the woods, leaves falling around you almost like tears with the smell of your sister's perfume hanging in the air,
4: what do you do? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still emotional. (laughs) So are we. So are we.
5: Cadence?
4: Baz?
0: Where are you?
4: And I start wandering off to, like, just striding forward and just... Trying to find my friends.
0: And Echo vanishes into the darkness of the woods. Cadence. You find yourself without your friends. In the middle of the woods. No yellow brick road to follow. No Junichiro Hayashi nearby. Just the woods. Cadence. It's woods and woods and woods. But then, as you're walking, there is a two-rut road going through the woods. The trees arc over this road, but you stand out in it and you look each way, seeing what might be in the distance, this being the only open space you have seen in the indeterminate amount of time that you have been walking through the woods. And you hear the clatter of hooves, even though the ground is mossy and soft. You hear the rumble of wheels, and you turn to look behind you, and just in time for a set of uh, four horses hitched to a dark-colored carriage, a big brogum, 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 it runs you down, but it doesn't run over you. Instead, you are now on the driver's seat of that carriage. And next to you is a form slumped over. They have an arrow in their chest, and they are breathing hollowly. It's a crossbow bolt, in fact. And from the angle, it appears to have been self-administered. And the person you recognize,
1: who is it? It's my friend, and the person who collaborated with me at the very beginning of the band, my friend Jordan.
0: And why is he here on the seat of your carriage?
1: As I look down on him, I remember the time when I was racing him to the hospital in the back seat of the Bronco. He had tried to take his own life, two months and three surgeries, after T-boning someone in the middle of an intersection. And that someone's going into organ failure. And I know this because that someone is my mother. And Jordan, I had found after he took, after he attempted to take his own life, I stood over him, disbelieving that he would try to get out of, get out of the consequences in this way. As he moaned to me about being incurable and evil, I had picked him up and thrown him in the back of my car and decided to race him to the hospital.
0: And now you race through the woods and they are both woods and they are city streets. You are in both a carriage and the Bronco, and you are racing faster in the woods than what a carriage should be able to go. Too many opportunities for logs, too many opportunities for bandits, too many opportunities to stop you, and you are racing faster than you should in the city streets. Too many other cars, too many pedestrians, too many stoplights, too many cops. So I believe that you're going to need to take the risk.
1: All right. So I'm going to mark some stiff. Boop, boop, boop.
0: Sojourners, boop is a very emotional word. It is filled with the deep and complex emotions of the scene.
1: Complexities of human existence. I have marked 964 Bronco, designated driver. The weakness tag older model uh i've also marked roads on the other side and always room for you i i got a total of 13 for a great success
0: how did it turn out originally what happened
1: oh man well i don't think i did succeed originally i think that um i got him to the hospital but but he died in the hospital and he never stood trial and that felt like a failure
0: the car, the Bronco now, fully the Bronco, fully the city streets of those couple of years before, and you are careening through the mist, you are risking the very thing that he did, hurting someone else as you drive through, but you are better, you are faster, you are quicker, the, the car seems, the Bronco seems to leap and dodge and dive Like nothing you've ever felt it do before, even though you knew it could do special things when you saw it there in the car lot of one Magnus Simeon.
4: Full-on Baby Driver vibes.
1: We've been here before, and I told you then, I didn't want to hear you say you were sorry again. You can change your ways, or do your time, or maybe even both. But don't tell me you're irredeemable, incapable of growth. I never believed in destiny, your fate's a convenient excuse. It's your responsibility to follow the path you choose. But something is driving me forward Down a road I've never known I don't know where this change will take me But I know where I need to go I know where I need to go I know, I know where I need to go If I can get it right this time, if I don't move too slow, I know where I need to go. I know where I need to go. If I can drive with bloody teeth and a belly full of dread. Just don't you panic, Cadence. Keep your eye on the road instead. Just keep your focus, Cadence. Don't you lose your...
0: You wheel around corners. You hit lights just right. It seems like the city is working with you rather than against you. Although the mists do seem to be closing in, getting thicker, tighter, and they are all but a fog when you see through them the glowing lights of hospital up in front of you. And you don't stop at the doors, you go through them, and you're not in the Bronco anymore. You are somehow something, somewhere, some how else? And you have Jordan in your arms, and you are putting him onto a gurney in the ER, and there are nurses and plague doctors. There are doctors, and there are sawbones. There is a great and shining edifice of technology, and there is a fetid room splattered with blood. And you are Cadence and you are something else. And Jordan, on his gurney, both the Jordan of your memory and the Jordan of the arrow in the forest, he is gasping, and it is a death rattle. And he is going to die. You know it. You feel it. You you can feel the death in the entire building, You can feel the souls as they want to rise and be free of their mortal bonds, but you don't want this one to be free of its mortal bonds. What do you do?
1: On the sides of the gurney where there are straps for the wrists and ankles, um, I just reach down and uh, inexorably strap them around his wrists and his ankles without saying anything
0: the soul trying to get out but somehow the straps you are using are trying will they succeed in holding the soul to the body i don't know i bet you need to change the game oh heck you need a story tag soul bonds
1: okay uh that rules okay change the game
0: I didn't used to know how to play this game. Improvisation. I still don't know, but I'll
5: play along.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But a glass of wine has helped. I'm gonna use death now. And so has my players' dice rolls. And I can only hope to give them what I want to give them soon. So we'll charge into the forest. (laughs)
4: Yes, we will. Yes, we'll charge into the forest. With cats like To kill, kill, kill. All
1: right. Yeah, I'm just going to add. I'm going to add always room and uh, death knell to that. So change the game. Change the game. I have rolled a great success with a total of ten. Power of two.
0: You have created the story tag. Soul Bonds. You can see Jordan's soul trying to get out of its body, and even as it screams its desperation to do so, you know that you've done something that was within your rights to do, but should you have. And with that, the hospital fades away in a flurry of leaves and a smell of copper and blood. And cardboard. And cardboard and lace. Pumpkin Spice.
4: Uh, Pumpkin Spice! (laughs) Why didn't we
1: think of Pumpkin Spice? Why would we not think of Pumpkin Spice?
0: And you find yourself (laughs) facing judgment in the convocation of angels.
1: Oh, shit!
0: (laughs) You find yourself, Cadence, back in the forest. But for a moment, there is a cloak around you that you were not wearing before. There were boots on your feet that you did not have on your feet. And you know, like Echo, like Baz, you know each of you has taken another step toward your Mythos. Mechanically, toward that end, mark full attention on one of your Mythos theme cards and gain another power tag, or whatever advance you'd like, and thus become more solidly your mythos character.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Dun-dun-dun.
0: Rifts, you are stumbling around, sometimes purposefully, sometimes accidentally, in the singing forest, and you are calling out to one another, seeking one another, trying to find each other, In song. (laughs) Hello, hello,
1: hello.
4: Is there anybody in there?
1: (laughs) Shout hello if you can hear me.
5: (laughs) We've got to
1: find
5: our friends. I don't know how this story ends. We've got to find our friends. And before you
0: stands an archway. It is very Japanese. It's uh two slightly curved upright posts and a curving top plinth that is set on on those. It is red. It is covered with the notes and the ribbons and other memorabilia memories that have been posted there by the relatives, friends, lovers, of those who went into the forest beyond and did not return. This is the Akagahara, the suicide forest, the sea of trees. Our camera spins away from our rifts. It goes deep inside that forest, that section of the singing forest the forest that is all of myth and legend, and there we see, in the darkest part, Junichiro Hayashi. That m He no longer wears the suit and tie that he did out by the duck pond. He wears a cloak of bark, and his face is tattooed with tears. I was once a normal man, I did all that one can to keep safe my family and my clan, but those around me were wont to die, and I could not bear to know the why, until in the sky of dreams one night, I saw a terrible spider's light. And in the mere next day, that spider stared back at me. For I was source and peril of all that was ill-wrought. I was source and sigil of every person's inner rot. I reach into those deep channels, and I, I find your fear help you hold it near keep it cold and close a mole growing on all your souls when the huntsman cut the sky and brought the rain, I piped my song into the sorrowful and the maimed. I called them from their homes, I sang them to their dooms, My power then did bloom. But now I'm finally here, in the depths of this forest most drear. And here where the bodies sway from limbs for long and endless days, here I shall be born into flame, and all the city will be mine to claim, for I am the forest you dare not name. And when Hayashi finishes his song, the riffs stand before him, together, no longer lost, Scattered throughout the woods. And Hayashi is also not alone. Around him, from the limbs of the trees, sway the dead. Nine of them loosen their nooses and drop to the ground, including Sing, who is more Sing here now than desiccated one. And nearby, Christina. Whom Echo fought and took her sword in the warehouse a few days ago, what feels like years ago, perhaps, also doesn't have quite the same look about her. Something has changed. And not just the fact that they all have regained their flesh, such as it was after Echo had rent it from them, but Something of her humanity has returned, but all nine are here now. Cadence, you see your roommate. You can pick them out of the crowd. Hannah. And Hayashi is there at long last, but his humanity is going away as the other bodies swaying from the limbs of the trees of the forest, souls roll in from them, and encase Hayashi.
4: What do you do? All of the souls of the Nine are like swirling around and uh, encasing Hayashi.
0: No, the souls of the uh, ones still hanging from the trees. Souls hanging from all the trees throughout the forest. And he is accepting their power, and he is becoming more for it.
3: Where is Hayashi in relation to the desiccated ones?
0: The desiccated ones form a circle around him as this happens.
3: Baz would nudge Echo and, and say, uh, Echo, how about a repeat performance with the, the sound waves? We need to get to <laughs> Hayashi.
1: Meanwhile, I want to run interference on the souls that are coming to him.
3: Mm.
0: Boom, boom, chaka boom, 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 boom chaka boom, hey. Boom boom chucka boom 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 chuck a boom hey here in the woods at night yours becomes a will to fight here among these deep dark trees hunt all the wolves and thieves Boom boom chucka boom 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 chucka boom hey boom boom chucka boom 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 chucka boom hey Come, come and be true to your nature, your friends, and you. The swords, guns, and knives wait to take your lives. Boom, boom, chug a hey. boom, 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 chug a boom, hey. Boom, boom, chug a boom, 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 chug a boom, hey. Story shall be sung about this day, when heroes came to the forest to play. Win or lose matters not, all that matters is the plot. Boom boom chaka boom boom boom, boom boom chaka boom hey. Boom boom chaka boom boom boom, boom boom chaka boom hey. Boom boom chaka boom boom boom, hey boom, boom, boom boom boom, boom boom chaka boom hey boom boom a boom 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 a boom hey boom boom chaka boom 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 hey
1: that was cool but wait <laughs> there are
5: others in this town that think you're wrong and i say hey your aunt won't be long Because we're here to say,
4: it's the end of your days. We're here to stop you.
5: We're here to stop you.
1: We're here here to stop stop you. you.
0: We're going to take a short break. We'll return after these
3: messages.
1: Hey there, friends. Have you ever wanted to have a musical episode of a podcast? Simply start a podcast with three friends today.
3: After these messages, we'll be right back.
1: Grace would like to remind Echo that we're trying not to hurt the desiccated ones, but make sure they make it through this story relatively unhurt.
4: Oh, agreed. I'm after Hayashi at this point.
1: I ride upon the midnight road, I stalk the lonely land. My grinning head beneath my arm, a bullwhip in my hand. I can hide my silent hoofbeats or spread thunder on my approach. With fiery night-black horses, I drive a bony, deathly coach. Her wheels are spoked with thigh bones and skulls for lanterns too she comes to earth for just one thing and tonight she's here for you my nine last little hunters risen to pursue your friends abandoned by your maker this is where your story ends I know where you need to go I know where you need to go When you ride with the Dullahan in my coach or by my side You're sure to reach the destination of your final ride I know where you need to go I know you know where you need to go. Your ride is sure and swift and smooth with steady even tread. So climb aboard and off you go into the night ahead.
0: That sounds like a struggle for control, so go toe-to-toe.
1: Go toe-to-toe? Hell yeah. I want to use some new tags I got. Unstoppable. And Silent Coach. And Always Room for You. And I think I also want to use Crowd Pleaser. I want to get the dead peoples' attention. Nice. Boom. Rolling. Oh, I only rolled a mild success. That would have been so bad if I'd only picked... (laughs) Three things. Anyway. uh, Okay, so it's a total of nine. Mild success. I can choose one. Uh, I think I'm going to pick block, dodge, or counter their best attempts, because I think that is most uh, like what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to cut off his supply of souls. So block. So, Cadence, what does this look like? I'm up on the driver's seat of this tall, dark, black carriage drawn by a team of four big, dark, black horses. And uh, Broncos. I, mm-hmm, one might even say, um, and in this, I am uh, cantering a tight circle around Hayashi and his desiccated ones. And also my friends are inside it as well. I'm putting on a big show. The horses are rearing and plunging. They're making a lot of noise. I'm cracking my whip, which I have. With this, I'm keeping away the stream of souls, which are making their way towards him. The way that I'm thinking about it, too, it's like if he's a magnet, I'm trying to, like, with my hands, push away the iron filings. But you can actually switch the magnet off. That's what I'm thinking.
4: Echo's going to come in all kinds of diva-like and be like, you don't wanna be here. You don't wanna be here right now. And like have that kind of like momentum, like pushing back and just kind of like storming forwards, like hard steps, just like Tina Turner, um, like all just kind of like stepping into it and like pushing them back and be like,
5: I don't want to see your face no more. I dealt with your demon at my door. You know, all that Hit bullshit. the road,
4: desiccated uh, ones. Exactly. do come back exactly. no more. <laughs> uh, that, that kind of attitude uh, to kind of push back the desiccated ones. Just kind of making a path. Um, basically, just stepping forward, creating a clear path so that as soon as Baz is ready to charge, all I got to do is step out the way.
0: I almost want to go with change the game here where you're trying to make a a status or a story tag or something that gives it somewhere along the line of uh, creates a corridor or disrupts the, you know, disrupted. It would definitely be the time to use fight song.
4: Fight song sounds great. Um, Also, maybe synchronicity since we're in this together. Uh, Let's see. Cadence is running, blocking. I'm creating a way. And Baz is our battering ram. What I did for the inspiration move I took for Bardic Charmer, I made it a change the game roll which would add juice to another member if it's successful, change the game. And I will inspire Baz and get him ready for the... I don't
0: know how to play this game. My (laughs) earlier song was a lie. I don't even know. I don't even have dice in front of me because that's not how this game is played. Sorry,
1: listeners. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. We don't know how to play this game.
4: That is a 10. Nice.
0: That is a great success with a power of three. Juice equals power. You have three juice. Uh, You can give or reduce a status. One tier per point of juice. All right. I'm going to give Baz Juggernaut three. Oh, that's good. Juggernaut three. Nice.
1: Love it.
5: You took our family and our friends and they fell from the sky And now it's time to meet your end, for when they fell from the sky It was foretold we would not stand by, for we have seized the power this night We are the ones who do recall when we saw the bodies fall
1: So now I see your little scheme when they fell from the sky And I'm not liking what I see when they fell from the sky To cut you off I do declare I take these souls into my care We are the ones who do recall when we saw the bodies fall
6: Your power grab was doomed to fail when they fell from the sky You forged your own last coffin nail when they fell from the sky You thought your victory was in sight but you can't stand before a might We are the ones who do recall when we saw the bodies fall we, we are the ones, ones who
5: do recall, recall when we saw the, the bodies, bodies
4: fall. Boom boom. Hey, and next thing you know, you see—I hope—Baz charging forward with this, oh, this, this guttural boom, boom, chucka, boom, boom. Ugh.
7: All right, boom, boom, Baz. Boom, boom, Baz.
3: <laughs> Baz is kind of looking at Cadence and then looking at what's happening because of what Cadence has done. And his eyes widen. And then he, he looks at Echo and realizes that they are in sync. Echo has just done what he suggested and, and, and created this melody that makes everybody in front of him pause and, and kind of, wait, what's going on? And he's so inspired by it, he, he kind of stomps a couple of times and then starts to lumber, picking up speed, step, Step and his feet are digging boom, boom, into chaka, the the boom, earth
5: <laughs>
3: as he gains momentum, and he just charges faster, almost boom, than you chaka, can see. Boom, boom, chucka, boom, boom, boom,
0: chucka, boom, 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 chaka, As you just start rolling in into the ring of desiccated ones, the two facing you side by side are Sing and Christina, and as you approach them, with Echo's song reverberating behind. They just sort of move aside, pushing their fellow desiccated ones on either side of them away, and you see them not just moving now, but turning and physically pushing the other desiccated ones there away, creating a path for you as you go piling through them, hit with all you've got. Yeah!
1: Hit that mofo. Hell yes! Oh my god! Holy what? shit! What the? F- How did you roll that high? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I have juggernaut
3: three, baby. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> That's true. Uh,
1: listeners, he rolled a sixteen <laughs> in a game where you roll two d six on your moves.
0: <laughs> so you got a final score of sixteen with a power of seven.
2: Jesus! What
0: Christ? Status? Would you like to be giving to? Junichiro Hayashi. Smushed, into the, Smushed <laughs> into the floor!
2: Smushed into the floor! The original one where you're falling down the building! <laughs> Smushed on the floor! I like it. I do like
1: that. <laughs> oh, man.
3: I mean, what it looks like is, you know, the the desiccated ones part in front of him, and he just barrels right on through, shoulder-checks Hayashi as he... You know, impacts and then reaches down, grabs him by the ankle, and just like, you know, uh, Hulk Loki smashes him into the ground multiple yeah. times. Okay, so on a 10 plus, choose two.
4: Bam, 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 bam. I bam. take cover or secure
3: <laughs> a superior position. I get them good. I control the collateral damage. I hold the target's attention or I gain the upper hand and take one juice. I feel like I've got so much juice already. I don't know what to do with it. Drink it. <laughs> the Kool-Aid Man!
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> With a little yeah. bit of vodka.
3: <laughs> okay. So, tear equals power. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't feel like I need to get, get him that good. Um,
1: No, do it!
3: <laughs> <laughs> to, what, eight? A- eight get is him. too good.
1: <laughs> That's so much! That's true. Eight is
3: swooshed is into the floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is the floor. He's the forest. He's okay.
0: I gotta tell ya, six is... Out of the <laughs> right. game. <laughs> right.
1: You could um, you could hold the target's attention and maybe stop whatever he's doing to attract souls to him.
3: I don't know if he's going to have any attention left. Uh, Baz yeah. Feels, fair. A- also, Baz feels like uh, you know, uh, I mean, he had one thing to do. He's mm-hmm. really focused on doing that one thing. He did want to not hurt the desiccated ones. So I control the collateral damage. I'm going to say. Then I would say that. He take he gains the upper hand because that was super impressive and takes one juice, uh, presumably going forward to deal with whatever other, you know, dangers arise. So as Baz
0: bashes the life out of Chunichiro Hayashi, <laughs> you hear cracking sounds not just of Hayashi's bones, <laughs> but the tablets, the clay tablets that begin to wait. fly every which way nine of them
2: oh my god
0: one for each of the desiccated ones and as <laughs> they fly through the oh air and god. crack apart the desiccated ones begin to crumble
2: wait, into no. their
0: <laughs> final death
3: this may oh, have wait. been the right I wrong wanted middle. to control the collateral damage oh, no. <laughs> Like, I specifically said, control oh, the collateral no. damage. Well, that's what you're trying to do.
0: You're trying to free know, the desiccated one, right? uh,
1: Okay, fair. Oh, okay. Got uh, it. sorry. I don't know. I hope that's okay. Cadence actually might be more okay with this than she was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Cadence just goes, I'll take that with the souls. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. You'll get a ride. You'll get a ride. Everybody gets a ride.
0: <laughs> they begin to crumble, or at least their bodies do. See, nobody waits for me to finish. They begin to crumble, or at least their bodies do, and what is left standing in their place are the shining souls of those people you knew and loved.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: At least a few of those are ones that you, Rifts, know and love, but inside of you, Rifts, well... The Contemporary Now characters know all of them because they are all also members of the Lost, almost superimposed over one another. We see the Lost and the city's unfortunately used denizens, and, well, Cadence, you know what to do with your people. Oh, yeah. With the nine that belong to you. And that's how you think of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cadence would uh, bring the coach to a halt, hop down off the driver's seat, and uh, open the door to the coach and stand by it to a stiff attention and give a bow in the direction of the souls.
0: And it is not Cadence, at least not the Cadence you know, that's standing there.
1: Yeah, it's um taller and... Uh, you know, from the from the uh, ground up, you see the riding boots first, real tall, and uh, the uh, riding pants. The whip is tucked under one elbow, very neatly. And uh, as you get your gaze travels upwards, you uh, start seeing the long coat, vaguely military in nature, um, with broad shoulders and the high high collar. And framed in the middle, there is just nothing. No head is there. Now, um, the free hand is tucked behind the back. There may or may not be a a, a head
0: <laughs> in the hand,
1: but uh currently
0: <laughs> A head in the hand is worth two in the forest.
1: <laughs> it's worth two in the forest is worth two on the neck. Anyway, no, it's a real big, tall, headless coachman.
0: The others, they solidify, become actual living, breathing people. Those who were taken by Lazarus Kane from Macon, Missouri in the contemporary now.
1: Okay, so hold on. Let me get this straight. I, uh, Cadence, I take the City of Mist characters and then the Lost solidify into actual people. So they're diverging from one another? Yes. Okay. okay. They
0: diverge from one another and those of the city enter ghost-like into Cadence's carriage.
1: I know where you need to go. I know where you need to go.
0: The others stand there looking around confused for a moment and then look to the group of you. Your contemporary now inner selves recognize all of them. Of course, our rifts do not, but. Among them are Haley Albert, Hotspur Love, Sean Fields, Chad Chadwell, Celia Priss Chadwell. Some of these were ones that you,
1: already rescued? now,
0: had already rescued. Oh my god, but and they, they got they
1: taken again?
0: Had been pulled back.
1: Oh! I'm so secondhand offended.
0: Chris Luther, <laughs> Arthur Love, and then two beings that you don't recognize. But that Sloshy does, as his own people. Sloshy wants to take over.
1: No oh, good fucking look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is uh, probably kind of even trickier at the moment.
1: <laughs> I gotta protect some peeps in my coach right now. <laughs> Unless he just wants to say something, which is cool. That's, like, that's fine.
3: He wants there to be hugging. Uh,
1: uh, I guess that's okay. M- my issue is I don't want to leave the people in my care.
0: Yeah, and and hugging them while uh, fully guised up as uh,
1: ah.
0: as the coachman might actually
3: kill them.
1: Yeah, that might be weird. Oh, no. Touching them is bad for them, I think.
3: Sloshy a hundred percent wants to commune uh, with his with maybe the last beings of his ilk.
1: You yeah, you can you can say something, but uh, I want to send you a strong strong signal that touching is probably not awesome for them and. The Dullahan does not want to leave the carriage now that it's got passengers.
0: Cadence, you're not quite—you're not quite far enough into your mythos that you can go where these souls need to go, but your carriage can.
1: Yeah, okay. Fair. I'll uh, uh, walk up to the horses, give them a quick—give uh, them all a rub to make sure they know, and whisper in their ear a little bit, and uh, pat the front left-hand one on the flank and uh, see them off.
0: <laughs> and they go in a clash of hooves and wheels and neighing and a thrumming in the background, almost subaudible, that makes everyone fully aware of their mortality. And as fling Sayashi up into the house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a doll.
2: she yeah, just hammer throws him. Bam, 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 bam.
4: <laughs> I think LJ would be like, whoa, so we gotta, inside Baz's head, so we gotta, like, get these guys
3: out of the story. Where's Haven?
1: That's what um, Doc is asking, too.
3: Baz would look around and go, who's Haven? And with that,
0: Distantly, you hear a voice, not Haven's, Ariel's, but it yells Ah, across the woods, across the forest, through the trees, over the hills. Over the river and through the woods? Indeed. And she calls out,
8: Cadence, Echo, Baz, where are you? Come to my voice.
1: As the coach fades, probably... Hiddens turns back to everyone else and uh, looks at least temporarily a little bit more like herself, which is to say she has a face.
3: Sloshy, you, you can come forward. I, I'm so surprised to see you. Uh, what has happened to get you here? The others
0: of Sloshy's kind, the other doppelgangers, uh, the shape changers, the two of them step forward, and you know them. They were they were part of your team in making that... Uh, of course, Cain was using to try to thwart his enemies, the the two say in unison, as you all are sometimes want to do, Why, I don't hardly know how we got here, but, uh, uh here we are, and I don't feel like he has got a hold on me
3: anymore. Well, roll me in flour and fry me like a corndog. <laughs>
5: I killed old
6: Lazarus Cain who slaved my people. Down, down, I put him down. I caught him in his bed while he was sick and feeble. Smile, y'all, the tyrant's dead. He bound my brothers to his evil purpose. Down, down, I put him down. He made us do his work in Macon and in Texas. Smile, y'all, the tyrant's dead. His curses damn near wiped us out, but now I've set us free, folks. Down, down, I put him down. And now we can be anything we damn well want to be, folks. Smile, y'all, the tyrant's dead. The others are
0: looking at you and, and asking questions, and they're all talking together, and they're all looking at one another, and then going and hugging one another, and asking questions of one another. They don't seem to have the memories of what has happened to them, like the contemporary now you all sometimes do.
1: Uh, Hey, Echo, Dr. Grace would like to whisper real low in your head that uh she doesn't think that the cane. That was murdered in the pyramid was the important one.
3: I literally just sang a song about it.
1: This is just me and Echo's head. Echo, the cane that was. the cane that Sloshy murdered. It wasn't the right one.
0: In cold blood. The
1: cane that Sloshy murdered in cold blood when he was tied to a gurney and could have really helped (laughs) us out. That one.
4: (laughs) So much shade. (laughs) What, you tell me he don't count?
1: This is private. This is inside your head, Echo. Keep this private. But. This is important. I don't think it was the right one. There was one that we encountered at the end of our last encounter, and I don't think this was the same one. Uh, I think he might still be out there. And um, before we start celebrating and resting on our laurels, I think we need to understand that we might still be facing something else here. I'm just telling this to you privately, Echo, so you can choose to reveal that or not.
4: Quietly, to Echo's self, like, Trying to talk to this Dr. Grace person, but not really. Also being like, oh shit, I don't
0: think this is over.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: Cadence, there are some other bodies and souls around who need the respect that Hayashi was not giving them. What do you do with them? The ones
4: hanging from the trees that that Hayashi was trying to steal their souls?
1: Oh, right. Those were the ones that I was trying to keep them away, yeah. Do I feel like they are capable of going back where they came from on their own, or do they need extra help?
0: They just need permission to be released.
1: Can I do that?
0: I would say that, Cadence, if you want to stop holding back, it would be a significant...
4: And those who knew what there was to know, they would not stand by, for they would seize the power here that had come to them this day.
1: I want to just kind of go... How many are we talking? Is this like a hundred people? Thousands. Oh, that's so many people. I'll go up to a few... I'll start going up to a few of them. Take both of their hands in my hands. And uh, look at them in their eyes. And first of all, asking if they feel okay. And then saying, you know you can go back if you want to. Hey, are you okay? And you, are you doing all right? is anyone frightened or injured can you all see in this light now take my hands and look at me you'll make it home tonight you know you can go if you want to no one is keeping you here i'm sorry you've been mistreated and i can't erase your fear but you know you have each other so you'll be in good company while you're finding your way back to the city if you feel alone just pass the word along You can ask your neighbor for a hug, or offer if you're feeling strong. Just take their hand and look at them. If you like, you can sing them this song. You know you can go if you need to. You already know the way home. We're all in this together, in this forest catacomb. You know we have each other, so we'll be in good company when we're finding our way back to the city. You know you can go if you need to, you already know the way home. We're all in this together, in this forest catacomb. You know we have each other, so we'll be in good company when we're finding our way back to the city.
0: It's a pretty big deal for you to do that with, Mm -hmm. because these are both the real and the mythic here. They are the, the underlying mythos of the Suicide Forest, which is what was going to feed okay. Ayashi. This was going to become him, he was going to become this, but he was going to become this and walk among the, city, the people of the city.
1: I'm going to use as much stage presence as I can get away with. <laughs>
0: If you're doing Stop Holding Back, it is you just roll plus Logos. It's
1: just Logos. Oh, no, that's just one. Oh, man, I only have one Logos left. Right. (laughs) Oh, golly. All right, here goes. I rolled a mild success with a total of seven. I achieve exactly what I wanted to achieve and pay the price, uh, which you said was significant. So I mark, fade, crack and burn all the power tags on one theme. Do I pick which one that is? It makes sense to for it to be stage presence. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's just so exhausting to mm-hmm. do it more or less all at once.
1: Yeah, this is the most crowd handling I've ever done in my life.
0: <laughs> as as Cadence just sort of you know vibrates herself through out the the section of the forest.
1: Yeah, just passing the word along. It's okay. You can go if you need to. Uh, pass it on to your neighbor. Give them a hug if you feel like they need it. You know, just moving along to the next person, and then the next person. You'll make it home tonight.
0: This section of the forest grows lighter. Not in light, although it does, there is some amount of uh, lessening of the darkness here. But it grows lighter in weight. And then you hear Ariel's voice once more call from across the hills.
8: Anyone out there? Hello? We're this way. Hello? I have Mr. Ayaz and Ms. Not.
1: Echo, uh, Dr. Grace really wants you to go. She's not going to push it, but um, I want you to know that she wants you to go towards Ariel's voice. Baz
3: is definitely moving that direction.
4: Well, yeah, especially after the Haven comment, and then Ariel started up right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all of us are kind of gravitating.
0: Soon enough, you find yourselves at a clearing in the forest at the edge of a cliff. Beyond the cliff is a drop-off, as cliffs are wont to do. (laughs) And below, you see forests stretching out, sometimes broken by the spires of castles, sometimes by a volcano or a huge butte covered by jungle. Ruins seem to spot the forest below. But here at the edge where this clearing is, which allows you to see out across all of this, to see out across blue sky, as here it seems like it is daytime, standing there is Ariel Farouche, Andy Ayaz, and surely not.
1: Surely not! I had to do it one last time.
0: Is it, is it one last time? I
1: don't know. Is it, Patrick?
0: <laughs> Ariel even though you know it's Arielle, is fully garbed in full-on Apocalypse uh, Little Red Riding Hood gear. Leathers and red hood and, and the whole bit. Swords. Everything. But you see her eye color change to that of Haven Harrow.
8: Hey, guys. It's Haven. I want to be me again. It's time to part ways with our hosts, though I can't thank them enough for what they've done to bring us here. You see, the city, this city of mist, it's not a book world. It's not a representation in some ways, maybe a reflection or a source of the stories we tell. The fairy tales collected by the Brothers Grimm, the myths embraced by past and present religions, the oral traditions told around tribal fires all over the world. It's all the fictions and all the poetry, all made manifest in the mythos' lives living within each and all of the people here in the city. So, with the right key, the right mythos, any story is accessible from here, our own world, maybe something even deeper, the deep grammar of stories and ideas. If the world is a disc supported on the backs of elephants standing on the back of a turtle, and if it's turtles all the way down, well, that deep grammar or place is the very last turtle. We saw a tower, the tower another repeating image throughout our mythology and folklore. It's where Lazarus Cain has taken himself in order to become whatever it is he wants to become, to have complete control over all his avatars in every book world, to become the story we always tell, maybe. If so, then he becomes the most powerful being in all of creation. Because what is more powerful than story? "'The gate to that place is here. "'You don't have to come. "'You've done so much already. "'But we can go through this gate and find Cain, "'the real Cain, not one of his echoes or avatars, "'but the real live one, "'the one that translated himself into the book worlds "'in the library of the house so long ago. "'If we open these gates, "'they can take us to the deep grammar of the tower "'at the center of all things.' Or they could simply take us home, anywhere really. The forest touches, because this guy here, the humble Andy Ayas, is one of the most powerful mythic forces I've met.
3: Paz looks real skeptical. <laughs> Echo
4: is totally on board. It's like, yep, I knew Andy had something going
1: on. <laughs> Cad- Cadence looks like jaw on the floor, just like—I mean, it's not literally on the floor—but she's like suitably, suitably impressed.
0: And Andy is standing there. And uh, he has a different look about him. One that is that is a little bit more stolid. And he glances over at Shirley. And then he glances back at you. And he breaks into song.
1: And he gets a song? And he gets a song!
0: Indecision has always been my path To stutter on the road To not know where I should go to know I'm always wrong. The path I chose was wrong. The life I led was wrong. Preach! All my life has been a maze. i stumbled through it all my days. I made a mess of love. I made a mess of rhyme. I made a mess of time. I made a mess of me. I know I've caused harm. I've hurt people and I've wronged. Through no will of my own the paths they twisted and they groaned. Indecision has always been my bane. To stutter on the road. To not know where I should go. To know I'm always wrong. The path I chose was wrong. The life I led was wrong. But now I see... One single path laid out for me, I can open the way and be a poem today. Now I see, one path laid out for me, I can open the way and be a poem today. So here I go, I say my goodbyes, I become the dream inside. Now it's up to you, it's up to you to choose the path that's right for you. Cause now I see... One path laid out for me. I can open the way and be a poem today. And with that, Andy fades. And three gates appear at the edge of the cliff. One shows the entranceway to the house in Macon, Missouri, in the contemporary now. Another shows a relatively apocalyptic scene and in the far distance a tower rising high and high and high into a red and stormy sky a tower like you might see on a tarot card oh shit and the other is swirling and hazy and filled with questions but the answers lie on the other side
1: wait the the third doorway doesn't lead back into the city? It might. Oh, man.
3: So we have Contemporary Now, Kane's Tower, and- And question mark. Mystery.
2: Yeah. Whose
3: who's all voices get to, get to weigh in on this?
1: Probably all of them.
3: Ariel
0: draws a sword from her hip and draws a circle in the stone and dirt and grass and mold ear at the edge of the drop-off, and then she draws various other symbols.
8: Step into the circle. Do you step into the circle?
0: And Ariel does as well. It's a trap!
1: Doc- Dr. Grace trusts Haven implicitly and would urge Echo to step into the circle.
3: And Echo's kind of on board anyway. Echo trusts Ariel. Baz trusts Ariel, and Sloshy was generally treated right by by Haven, so yeah, we're, we're all good.
2: Sure, sure.
1: With, uh, I think, if uh, if something like Sloshy can trust uh, Haven, then Cadence is on board. There is a flare of power,
0: and there is a vibration as the contemporary now characters separate from the rifts, painfully, agonizingly separate. Oh! But then, instead of four people standing in the circle.
3: There are eight. Well, I'm right glad to have a body again. <laughs> <Barf>. <laughs> Just color me happy.
1: I'm glad you have a body again too, Mister Sloshy.
3: Uh, like, where can I get me one of the motorcycles?
1: Sloshy, can can I give you a hug?
3: Yes, ma'am. I would like that too. Cadence gives Sloshy a hug. Yeah, and and he kind of like stiffens a little bit at first because a uh, a human hugging him is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it, then he, he gets into it.
1: And no, it's a it's a it's a good hug. Cadence is a good hugger, and Cadence like gets in there and makes Sloshy feel like so warm and comfortable,
0: like a warm donut. <laughs>
4: <laughs> At this moment, Echo takes a few steps back and is like, "Great, now mm-hmm. there's more people to worry about." Shit,
1: Doctor, kind of in their turn. head, in their head. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I know a little bit about how Echo thinks. Doc would turn to Echo and say, You don't have to worry about us anymore if that's not something that you want. Thank you for carrying us thus far, but you're free to go. If that's what you want.
4: Echo starts to go into an existential crisis, because (laughs) in a way, Echo is just a story. Aww. An echo, an echo
2: Echo, of something
4: known in the past. What does it all mean? What is my place in this world? And they they really start to go into like a self-reflection kind of thing.
8: Here's the thing. You all are different than the fictions we've encountered before. I don't even know if the fictions we've been before exist or not in the way we think of existence. But this place isn't a created story. It's myth. Uh- Ma'am, I can't tell you how much that makes us feel better. So, I don't know what your path should be. I don't believe that it's parallel to ours. I don't even know you could exist in our world, or in the deep grammar world of the tower. I don't know what to tell you. The choice is yours. Step through a gate, or the path back behind you will lead you out of the forest and back into the city.
3: Now, if we go for the tower, we get a crack at Cain. Yes. Tower it is.
8: Yes,
1: uh, I I'm joining you. This is Doc. I'm wheeling up next to you. Uh, this
0: is Myth. This is a place you can pull whatever you need to from. If you want to have your prosthetics back.
1: Oh God, I want my prosthetics back so bad. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> that Grace does not sound that. Say that out loud.
4: <laughs> As LJ watches both Sloshy and Doctor Grace like wander toward that apocalyptic freaking tower world lj would totally be like haven you take care of them we'll go handle kane and starts to head off to where uh dr grace and sloshy started walking towards
1: hearing that i think doc would actually turn around and come back and uh real quick take haven's hand and be like i agree with what lj said you've always been better at protecting the others than uh we have so let us handle this let us handle this and keep everyone else safe, give her hand a squeeze, and, uh, and then go back to the doorway to join LJ and Sloshy.
2: I have a power I can't control, an enemy I can't defeat, a mystery I cannot solve. Friends I cannot save, what is the real truth? The rod at the castle's core, the wolf in sheep's clothes, the magic at my story's heart. I need to find, I need to know, only guiding from the shadows. I need to discover, I need to uncover, becoming the power I need to wield.
8: I believe that is my purpose, and so that will be my path.
0: And Dr. Grace steps through.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm like, you know the woman with the math meme around her head? But, like, diagrams of towers. That's what I look like. I'm staring up at it with concentration as I step through.
4: Echo, in a way, regrets that Dr. Grace is going, because would love to pick their brain. But that's yeah. okay. Uh, Echo's still holding back. LJ? LJ follows Dr. Grace and Sloshy, and with, like, a wink and a nod to uh, Haven as, you know what you gotta do, and we know what we gotta do. So, heading off towards fighting Kane.
3: And Sloshy? Uh, Sloshy's just going through, <laughs> into getting after Kane. All right. Sloshy's about revenge. (laughs) It's it's almost all he's got left.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man.
0: The lost, those nine souls, um, step through the gate that takes them to Macon, Missouri, and the contemporary now. Then it is just our City of Mist rifts and Haven Harrow. Haven Nods. And steps through a gate. Now, it is just Echo and Cadence and Baz. Cadence kind of looks at the other two. And Shirley not.
1: Oh, God, Shirley, I'm so sorry. Are you okay?
0: Uh, um, my boyfriend is evil.
1: Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, sweetheart.
0: Um, Baz smashed him. Okay. I seem to have superpowers.
1: Yeah. Oh my and god! I'm ha, going
0: ha, through this gate over here, oh. and she points at the one with the uh, the swirls of of fog and smoke that look like question marks. Do
1: do you do you do you need anything? Do you um uh, I don't know. Do you need some company or do you need to talk for a second? Or I probably uh, need
0: like years of therapy. Yeah, um,
1: girl, man. I well, you know, if you ever need some friends, just come on back to the metal shop, okay?
0: I'm I'm just. I'm going on a vacation. I yeah, think. do it absolutely. If I understood this at all correctly, um, maybe Aruba.
1: Yeah, and do it.
0: I, I support you. I I saw you guys all singing. I don't I don't have any songs.
1: That's okay, girl. Uh, I mean,
0: and that's kind of weird because I'm a cabaret singer. Um,
1: <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just can't
8: perform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it happens to everybody sometimes. I didn't get
4: to see any of that, but I heard about it, and it seems like you're wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I'll get a job on a cruise liner, and then she steps through the, the mystery gate. Oh, yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> all right. Peace yeah, uh, kind of
0: like, oh well, she's peace gone. out.
1: Yeah, well, she she gone.
4: <laughs> I I love the idea of her like throwing up the peace sign and then like leaning backwards. Through yeah, the tilting door.
1: backwards through. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Trust falling through the gate. <laughs> exactly. She exactly. would. Exactly. She would
1: trust fall through the gate.
0: Surely not. Surely not. Definitely, trust falls through the gate. <laughs> what about you three?
1: Cadence would turn back to look at the other two and kind of
8: look at your faces.
4: Is Ariel still here with us? Yes.
8: There is still something to be done. Did you not hear Hayashi's song? I thought. He-
1: I thought we like beat him up really bad and threw him away over the woods. Bass, that
8: was amazing. He said, when the huntsman cut the sky and brought the rain. The huntsman. My huntsman, I suppose. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that.
4: Tell me if I'm going off track here, but maybe we should find Simeon.
1: Oh, yeah. um,
4: Now that Hayashi's out of the way, maybe Simeon will help us out.
1: He also, we kind of made a promise to him, and uh, I feel a little bad having just you know.
3: Baz really wants to flash back to whether or not he got Magnus Simeon down from whatever (laughs) was hanging him. (laughs) You don't quite remember it. You don't know that
0: you don't quite remember it, but you don't.
1: Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's why we, um, I mean, I feel kind of bad that we, uh, um, you know, we just, um, we were there talking to him, and then we just, you know, left.
3: Bamboozle, I think is the word.
1: Bamboozle, uh, yeah, I guess.
3: Well, we were discombobulated at the time.
1: Yeah, holy shit, you guys.
0: Ariel looks at the gates and then looks at the path very clearly defined behind you.
8: I don't know what your choices are, but I'm going back to the city. The huntsman waits.
2: Alone, I walk the city streets. I want to learn, I want to know. Wind's icy breath chills to the bone There's much to do before I'm home The driving rain cuts to my core Claws and fangs that rend my flesh I draw my cloak around me close Like the mist that shrouds the city's bones I want to find, I want to fight What lies behind the city's guise? Its eyes track me through the night while I find a way to slay the beast before it consumes me.
0: And in the woods, we see Hayashi's mangled, terribly mangled, body and there's a figure standing over it a figure in a hood and a cloak and a bow and
3: an axe and he sings this guy looks mangled
1: seven <laughs> <laughs> holy shit somebody
0: beat this guy up this figure prods the uh corpse with his to- with the toe of his boot then takes out his axe and with one swing just chops off Hayashi's head.
1: Oh, damn, brutal. Vindication!
7: I'm the Huntsman. You haven't met me yet, but, and know that this is true, I've been here from the get. I'm the Huntsman, and I do it all for love. I cut open the heavens, slew death for my beloved. She walked in fear of the wilderness, but the wolves were at the door, already inside, already to kiss, with teeth as sharp as the city's mist. She cried her war to the skies, and made me love her even more. So I slew the herald of death, and opened the belly of weft and wold. Now it's time to leave my forest deep and into the city stride and leap, for the time has come for the greatest of wolves to fear. I'll cut open the mist, and all the true shall, shall to the sun appear. I am the huntsman, and my axe is sharp and fleet. You haven't met me yet, but to know that this is true, I've been here from the get. And we'll see where it all goes Ah. on the next
0: episode of... Ah. The Gothic Podcast <laughs> The Gothic Podcast
5: The Gothic Podcast The Musical Episode
1: of The Gothic Podcast This was the, music. this was the, music. this was the musical episode This was the musical Let's all sing our own tunes. This was the musical This was the musical episode of The Gothic
2: Podcast
8: The Gothic Podcast is a horror and humor actual play audio drama produced by C. Patrick Nagel and Goblin Brook Manor, LLC, starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon gallery LaFournaise, Jesse Baldwin, Eric Halbert, and me, Kirsten Valerie. Our logo was designed by Jared George Art, and our theme music as by Zoe Hovland. We stay afloat thanks to you, so if you can, please support us on Patreon and follow, like, and review us on iTunes and all our social media platforms. Thanks for joining us in the dark, Sojourners.
3: me in flower and fry me like a (laughs) corndog.
1: The new hit western. (laughs) (laughs) My
3: dog left and that is good because he would've ate me like a corndog.
0: Hit stop on your recordings, Dagnabbit. That was the musical episode. I
2: refuse!